0: Welcome to the podcast Happy and Single. I'm your host, Joseph Anderson. You can find me on Instagram at The It's Possible Guy. And you can find our podcast Instagram at Happy and Single. Today is episode 65 of the podcast, and it's entitled, How Can I Prepare Myself to Meet the Person of My Dreams Physically? You know, it's interesting because we talk about how when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. And I really do. I believe there's a matter of preparation that goes into play before we meet the person of our dreams. I just think that's the way it goes. You know, people talk about timing. People talk about all kinds of different things such as that. And and maybe it is and maybe it isn't. but. The more you prepare yourself in every way to meet the person of your dreams, the more you're going to be ready. And one of those things that we can do, you know, I like how it talks about in the scriptures, how our body is a temple. You know, and we think of temples in the world and we think of how clean and wonderful and immaculate and perfect they are maybe that was an idea given to us from from heavenly father of how to of how even to prepare and treat ourselves and i realize for some people this topic of you know how to prepare yourself physically you know might 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 seem a bit harsh and and that's not my intention at all but one of the one of the things that is important is to prepare ourselves physically. It talks in the scriptures how like attracts like. Light attracts light, darkness attracts darkness, and so on and so forth. Well, if like attracts like, then generally, if for example, I am looking for a girl that's in excellent shape, then I also need to do my best to get in excellent shape. I understand that there's so many different people listening to this. I'm not telling you to go out and start some ridiculous exercise program today. Like That's not, that's not at all what I'm saying. What I am saying is, uh, according to whatever your, your medical professional, your doctor kind of tells you and guides you to do, it definitely helps with so much in our lives when we are physically in shape. For quite a bit of my life, I've been in, you know, wonderful shape. And, you know, part of that li- part of life, I haven't been in wonderful shape. And what's interesting about getting into shape, I, we don't need to do it so we can feel better about ourselves. I want you to know that if you feel less than or whatever of a person because you happen to be overweight or have some other physical problems going on or physical challenges going on, like getting in shape won't change that. There really is something about mindset in there. It's really interesting. Before I met my mentor that I've worked with now for the past four years in tons and tons of courses, I. Probably like eight or nine years ago, let me think, yeah, probably about eight years ago, I was actually in amazing shape, like just incredible shape. It was, I don't know, somewhere between 10 and and 12% body fat, roughly 185 pounds, and and I did. I, I looked really good looking back, but you know the funny thing? Back then, I was even so insecure about how I looked. Because I carried so much thinking in my head about who I had to be or, you know, or why life, I don't, I don't even remember exactly some of the thinking I carried around, but it wasn't very helpful. You know, so often we carry around this thought, you know, and especially, you know, speaking specifically to, you know, members of my faith, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, like, a lot of times that we think the Spirit is talking to us, and it's not the Spirit, just being very honest. You know, and, and we learn even through the example of the prophet Joseph Smith when he, when he was praying of how the adversary really worked on him in his prayer. So what makes you think he's not going to work on you? And one of the tools he uses is he... he at when a truth is said, he adds on a lie. So he, he says one tiny truth, and then he adds a lie, and then he adds another lie, and another lie, and another lie. So I want you to understand that unless the Spirit gives you peace, it's oftentimes not from the Spirit. And I know for some people that's really hard to understand, but that has truly been my experience. And one of my favorite quotes from my mentor, Michael Niels, is the voice of God does not think you suck. It doesn't tell you you're a bad person. It doesn't. Oftentimes for me, I'm usually the one that goes to goes to Heavenly Father and just says, hey, I messed up on this. I messed up on this. I messed up on this. And I'm a terrible person. And he's like, Joseph, chill.
1: (laughs) You're totally fine.
0: I mean, even this morning, as I happened to be reading my scriptures, I was spending more time pondering than I was reading. And I was feeling this nagging feeling to, oh, no, I should be reading more because I'm saying I'm reading my scriptures, right? But if I'm sitting there and if I'm pondering about the wonderful truths with my scriptures open, I don't think we're actually told to do that, too. So it's just really interesting how we can be so worked on in so many different ways. And one of those especially that we can be worked on is physically. Oftentimes the adversary, I, I oftentimes call, refer to it as crazy leprechaun thinking, because that's about what it looks like to me. We know that there was an entire third of the host of heaven that was thrown out of heaven. Well, there, That third of the host of heaven is down here basically messing with us. It's as if I was standing, as if you were standing next to me and said, Joseph, you're fat. Joseph, you're ugly. Joseph, you're single. Well, if I sit there and if I allow every word that you say make me feel less and less and less,
1: that's not going to be very good.
0: However, what if I sat there and said, oh, cool. There's that thought that I'm fat. There's that thought that I'm ugly. There's that thought that I'm single.
1: There's that thought that I'm whatever. Well,
0: after a while, if you didn't see it getting me upset, you would probably go bother somebody else. And that's my feeling too about the way the adversary and all of his little minions work. You know, and and for anyone listening to this, that doesn't happen to be a member of my faith. I mean, the simplest way I can put it Is I just don't think I would actively have thoughts about how terrible of a person I am. I mean, we look at little kids, you know, that are so happy and so enjoy life and don't think anything bad about them. Until they start picking it up from somewhere. So I just I really do believe this, and I've seen this in my life, and I've also seen that when I when I stop letting the voices bother me, the crazy leprechaun voice. It just stops until it picks up again. You know, Vincent van Gogh said probably one of my favorite quotes. He said, there's a voice inside you that says, um, that's telling you that you can't paint, paint, and the voice will be silenced. And that goes with everything. Because he works on us so hard individually. I know there's so many people out there that they feel they've tried everything to lose weight. Oh, and, and now being, uh, being heavier than I've been in a long time because I, I chose not to really work out probably half of last year almost because I was out of town and I just didn't bother going to get, there wasn't a gym super close by like I have here where I live in Arizona. So I just didn't bother doing it. And I also thought I was only going to be there for like a month and it turned out to be like four months. Well, it's interesting. I think there's two points from that. One is we have no idea how long we're going to be somewhere. I did I did an episode of this that basically says, "Hey, act like you're going to be single for a really long time," because I think for a lot of people it's like, "Oh, this uh, this isn't going to last very long," especially those people that really really want to be married, and so they just kind of go about living their life and they don't prepare as if they were going to be married in a year. I want you to actually imagine that you were going to be married in a year. You know, I I know the joke is kind of that women want to starve, women will starve themselves so they can fit in a beautiful wedding dress,
1: but they don't have to. What if you could start preparing in this very moment
0: for how you want to look physically? And what if you could do it not for some sense of self worth, not for some sense of anything, but for just some sense of wouldn't it be really awesome if
1: I was in amazing shape on my wedding day? Like, wouldn't that be amazing? An amazing
0: shape for you may be different than for somebody else. When, when you listen to these words, I want you to listen. To what the Spirit, and those that aren't familiar with that word, just to what the inner voice, that still small voice inside of you is telling you. I really believe that God has prepared this amazing earth, this amazing playground for each of us. In such a manner that we couldn't even begin to imagine. He has created it so that we can experience joy. You know, having experienced, you know, not working out for quite some time and having experienced, you know, just a, a slight shortness of breath at times and some of those other
1: things, like,
0: I much prefer to be in shape. But now that I've been, like, so much so that this time when I went and traveled to my sister's, I actually got a gym membership. And you know what was funny? I found a gym membership that as long as you pay a year, like you pay for the entire year, they'll refund you everything of that year you didn't use. So if I go in and use like 24 days, they'll refund me the rest of whatever 365 minus 24 is. And that was there all the time. You know, I had a client one time that I literally saw him on his deathbed. He was 465 pounds and that was before we started working together and his, at his lowest point he got to about 300 pounds that's incredible
1: but honestly it happened through
0: such simple such tiny actions it wasn't like one of those many shows that show you people getting losing massive amounts of weight in weeks And if you're not familiar with how those shows really work, yes, it looks really cool on camera and people think they're inspired, but the majority of those people, they actually gain that weight back. And then they're even more crushed because it's like, man, if I can't keep the weight off after that, there's no way I'm going to keep it off. Guys, that is a ridiculously bad way to lose weight. There's a great scripture that says, By small and simple things are great things brought to pass. You know, and looking at that, like everybody has an area in their life that they're probably not terribly proud of. And we want it to just disappear in a in a single blast. That's not how it normally works. You know, when somebody has massive amounts of debt or a massive amount of weight or you know, any of those type of things, some things just take a little bit of time.
1: I can tell you, if you
0: spent, and you don't have to start off with this, but if you spent 45 minutes working out every day, your physical life would be so much different. Like I mentioned, without working out for probably a good four or five months last week, last year, it was, very different to experience a shortness of breath, because I haven't had that for a long time. I just, I've been in fairly decent shape for quite a while. And I, I just love to, my life revolves around sports and working out and such, playing ice hockey and basketball. And you don't have to go lift weights. You don't have to go do anything you don't want to do. You can find the way that works for you to exercise. Maybe that's hiking. Maybe it's tennis. Maybe it's a shuffleboard. I don't know what it is for you. And it really doesn't matter.
1: But if you had a choice, if you could
0: be in an ideal shape a year from today, what would that shape be? I mean, seriously, what if you honestly gave yourself a year to get in the best shape of your life? If you want, I want you to pause for a moment and like, think about what that would look like. So this only takes literally a couple minutes to do. So I really do encourage you to pause it and take a moment and do this because a year's going to pass by so quickly. And I even paused and did this for a moment. You know, and and it was interesting because as I sat down, I thought, you know what, it would probably be really simple to just keep a few metrics on a card and just remind myself of that every time I work out. This is what you're working out towards. You know, sometimes we look at our goals and it's like, oh my goodness, I I could never do that. I, I could never accomplish that big thing. Well, maybe not today. But I guarantee in a year, you could get in much better shape than you're in now. You know, and and like I said, you've got to talk to your doctor and you've got to to make the best decision for you. And I'm not trying to make you feel bad about wherever you're at. You know, right? I'll, I'll be honest with you guys. Right now, I'm between, I don't know, between 202 and 205, which is generally 10 pounds heavier than I am. And where I really want to be like we can find models in life, because sometimes it's hard to picture ourselves as any particular thing. So I mean, one thing you can do even is you can you can take a picture of your head and put it on you know some a picture of somebody else's body, and if you're really good at Photoshop, you can actually do it pretty easily. And you can kind of just put yourself into that world and imagine yourself in that world. There comes a power when we can see ourselves in that world. You know, there's a scripture, I believe it's in Isaiah, that says, without a vision, man perish. It's so true. If we have nothing to look forward to, you know, and even in Alma 32, it says, looking forward with an eye of faith. We have to look forward to the life that we desire to have. And we have to remind ourselves of that. And it's got to be somewhat simple. You know, like, so for me, for example, I looked at a model, like, one of the people that I've, I've got the same build as, or a similar build is, it happens to be Matthew McConaughey. Now, you know, you've seen him in Fool's Gold and some other movies and, and, uh, he's, you know, he's definitely done a great job at keeping himself in shape. And so I just simply went on and I, you can actually look up celebrities measurements. And so I looked up and I saw he's about, he's about 180 pounds and I don't, you know, And so I put about 185 pounds for myself. He's got a 46-inch chest, 16-inch biceps, and a 34-inch waist. So in just a few moments, I just paused and I, I took a moment and I said, okay, cool, this is, this is where I want to go. Well, now I have a picture and now I have a reminder. And then if I measure every single week where I'm at, now your measurements are not to... You'll get upset about, like they're just measurements. All it is, it's kind of like your GPS. It's telling you, hey, yeah, you're on the right track. Or hey, you, you're not on the right track. And no matter what your situation, I can show you somebody in your situation that has improved their health, that has improved their body shape. You know, and just speaking for like, yes, physical physical bodies, they are important. And not to mention, if you are out of shape, it actually impacts the rest of your life so much more as well. And, and if you really feel like that you can't get in shape for whatever reason, hey, come talk to me. You know, at, at the end of this call, you'll, or, I'm sorry, at the end of this uh, podcast, you'll hear, you'll hear a recording that tells you more about a free call that I run almost every week. That anybody can come and join me and actually receive one-on-one coaching in this group call that I provide like so there are endless resources out there for you and if you think that everybody else is telling you oh you can't you're big-boned or whatever other thing they're telling you find the exception to that rule there is always an exception to every thing that everybody thinks you know, I know a, I know a guy that, you know, he was, you know, he, he was in a wheelchair and, and, and instead of, you know, being upset and frustrated, he chose to, you know, really just get an amazing shape. And, and he was like, he was, he was in incredible shape. He would wheel himself up and down like this giant Canyon all the time. And like, that's, that's amazing. But the, the strength that this guy have, had was amazing. And I've seen other people at the gym that they have, you know, they have a foot injury or a leg injury, even like a broken leg or something, and they still show up at the gym and work out the rest of their body. I'll be honest, when I, when I was injured, I had some shoulder injuries. I didn't show up at the gym and do what I could. (laughs) I just like, oh, well, if I, you know, I, I just didn't. So there's no judgment whatsoever in this conversation. This is a conversation to do what I what I call, playing in the playing in possibility, playing in Neverland. I'm a big, big fan of Peter Pan. I know you can you you can judge me, say say whatever you want, but I actually really do. I I enjoy Peter Pan, and I love Disney because they teach us so much. And I shared in last week's book or last week's podcast a a part of a story that a new friend of mine wrote. It's called The Giants and the Smalls. And in there, he just basically talks about how you know there's, there's groups of the people that kind of just allow themselves to go through life, and then there's groups of these giants, and they think giant thoughts, and they do, they do amazing things. Everybody listening to this, I really want you to know that you can have a life that is more amazing than you could ever imagine. I want you to know that you really can get an amazing physical shape. And it's just by doing it day by day by day. And we set these big goals because the truth is we want to make up for all the lost time that we've had. You know, if, I've, if somebody's eaten really terribly and if they're four know, 400 pounds, they're like, Oh, Joseph, I just want this to be over. But that's not how it works, guys. Like you got we we didn't put all of our weight on overnight. It's not going to come off overnight. It's not it's not like one of those suits that they wear in the movies where you can just instantly, you know, put on weight and instantly take off weight. It takes time. But not as much time as you think. But if you keep sitting around thinking how it's going to be impossible to be able to get in the ideal shape that you want to get in it's going to be impossible so as i mentioned before on instagram i'm known as the it's possible guy this was something that i thought was so corny and beyond just so cheesy at first but the main message i want everybody to get in there get is in there it's possible what if you started looking at your life as po- impossibility instead of fact. No, everyone in my family is overweight. Everyone in my family, insert whatever here, I come by this naturally. Well, do you want to? I mean, we've all seen families of people that most of them are overweight, and one or two of them are in incredible shape. It's a choice, guys. It really is a choice. I understand we have different builds, you know, but it is a choice. I, I do want to point out also that one of the bi- the most attractive things you can ever have is a smile and confidence and just owning who you are. I, I remember a particular girl that I knew that she was she, she really wasn't as attractive as some of the other people but she had so much confidence and so much joy that people loved to hang out with her. And she always made people feel better, and she was just a really good person. Well, she ended up marrying a wonderful, wonderful guy. Guys, whatever reason you think you have for not being married is probably, it's a lot more in your head than anywhere else we really do. Like we project these feelings out into the world. I, I remember an instance that I, I told two of my roommates, this was so many years ago, but two of my roommates in college, you know, they kind of were just, they played a lot of video games and just kind of enjoyed where they were at in their life. They didn't have that much ambition, like just, and I got to tell you, like I, I went in and I told them, I was like, guys, unless you fix your life, because yes, I, I do this at times. I've learned better now, but, you know, unless you change all of your life, you guys are never going to get married. Well, <laughs> here it's been many, many years and they're both happily married with families. And so apparently there's you know, sometimes we think we, we know a lot more than we do. The truth is, guys, it's all based on all the thinking that you have running through your head. So every one of us, we have the spirit running through our running through us guiding us and leading us like a wonderful, wonderful GPS. But we also do. We have this crazy leprechaun thinking, the voice of the adversary trying to mess with us.
1: But unless we own what he's trying to sell us, we actually do pretty well. And he, he has so many different
0: tricks and tools and games that he can play with us. What if, first of all, you could honestly love yourself for who you are? Like, years ago, I thought that I would be super happy when I got in amazing shape. And funny enough, I'm happier in my life right now than I was when I was just in incredible shape. So what you think you have to have in order to be happy is not what you think you have to, what you think you have, to have. Like for years, I, I thought I had to be married to be happy. And now I've learned I'm actually incredibly happy by myself. Do I want to be with the girl of my dreams? Absolutely. Do I let it control my life? I don't. I mean, so much so that people are like, Joseph, like, you really got to get on this. You got to go find somebody. And I'm like, okay, cool. (laughs) Basically, thank you for your opinion. And that's nice. I'm I'm going to follow how I'm guided. You know, often our misery in life is caused by other people trying to make our decisions for us. They want what's best for us. They really do. In most cases, they just think it's something else. What if you could be totally happy in the skin that you're in right now? Because especially if you've got some work to do, like each of us does. I mean, if I'm not going to be happy till I've got, you know, a 46 inch chest and 16 inch biceps at 185 pounds, I'm going to, I mean, even if I really buckle down, that'd probably take me at least probably three or four months, maybe less, maybe more. Like once you do begin to exercise, you kind of get addicted to it. And if you're thinking Joseph, I I just don't want to spend that much time. That that is your choice. I, I have one of my clients. He started walking, and he just walked one one house. Literally, he walked from one, their house down to another house. Well, he just kept doing that and kept growing, kept expanding, and just kept you know taking tiny tiny steps. Well, that. That ended up helping him lose like 165 pounds, guys. Don't, don't be so hard on yourselves. Don't, don't make the game of life so hard to be happy. You know, when it, if you're unhappy as a single person, you're going to take that into your next relationship. A lot of times people want to be married because they think it's going to bring them happiness. It's not, it's actually going to bring you more challenges. And but also more joy.
1: If you allow it.
0: But you really do. Like, you have to allow yourself to be as happy as you can right now. Cause why not? I mean, the scripture, second Nephi two twenty-five says, Men are that they might have joy. We are meant that we have joy in this life. Maybe one of those big tests is just saying, Hey, like I'm going to I'm gonna give you this. I'm going to take away the experience that you want the most and see if you can find happiness. And when you found real happiness, then I'll give it to you. I, I don't know how it works, but I do know that we're here on earth to be proved and tested. And finding joy, no matter what circumstance and situation, is amazing. There's a beautiful vid- m- movie. It's called A Vida Bela. And in the movie, these characters get... They get put in a concentration camp, which would seem like a horrible, awful thing. But the man, he ends up creating a game for his daughter out of this. He basically teaches her that they're in their camp as a game instead of what it really was. Now, some people might have said, hey, that's, that's not realistic. That's not fair. She should have known what she was doing. Well, she, she, she seemed to sure enjoy an experience that most people didn't. Now, no matter what experience we're going through, we can find joy. And maybe there's lessons that we need to learn. Now, as far as practicality on you know, just starting to get yourself in physical shape, you could just walk a house. I mean, you could even set the tiniest of goals of every morning I'm going to wake up and I'm going to put on my, run- my exercise shoes and I'm going to step out the door. When we do things in a tiny, tiny manner, sometimes they seem a lot more doable. Well, what if you did that? You know, or what if you said, you know what? I really, really used to enjoy playing basketball. I'm going to start just going to the, you know, the local school or something. And I'm just going to get a basketball and I'm going to shoot baskets. Or depending if you're even in a little bit better shape. You might even go, you know, find your local church or something that has early morning basketball and, and you can take it easy. It's like, you know, I went back and played with my group that I play with and I just took it super easy because honestly, like you don't, you don't want to press hard if you haven't worked out. I'm just being honest. The first month or so is just getting back in the flow. It's getting your body used to the exercise. And one thing that I do, just because all lifting weights is, if you can imagine, like, this is, this is just one way of looking at it. A man picking up a sledgehammer and hitting a rock a thousand times and doing it every day for an hour. That's pretty much what lifting weights is. You do the same thing over and over. And sometimes you just want to be done. Well, what I do is I add, you know, generally I just listen to books on tape. Or books on Audible. I guess we don't really have tapes anymore, but I listen to Audible, and I listen to Scribd, and I listen to you know all those different things. Audible is a wonderful, wonderful tool that I that I love. I've used Audible for I don't know, probably like ten years or so, and so I have a massive, massive Audible library. I think it is such a wonderful way to listen to books and. You know, if you want a free trial, just go to audibletrial.com forward slash Joseph. And you'll be able to have, and they'll even give you a free book. So it's, you know, you can go on, you can get your free book. Even if you cancel after that, you still get your free book. So a couple that I recommend, I don't know, probably if you're looking at playing in the land of possibility, one of my favorite books is called Creativity Inc., it's by Ed Catmull, and it's the story of Pixar. You know that's that's another good point about the about Pixar and just kind of getting ourselves in shape. It takes them between three to five years to make a video that takes ninety minutes to watch. So sometimes things, amazing things, just take time. What if you could take the timeline off of getting into shape, and what if instead you could focus just on almost more practical things, such as creating systems in your life, creating systems or habits or routines. It's like at the beginning of this year, I set seven resolutions. Um, A religious leader of mine, President Russell M. Nelson, had said, you know, be resolute. You know, decide things that you're going to do and do them. And so the things on my list are things like read the scriptures every day, visualize every day, write 21 minutes in my book every day, guitar 21 minutes a day, and do coaching training at least 21 minutes a day, and then do my journal, and then use my planner each day. So, and since I started that at the beginning of the year, I haven't missed a day. Now, there's a few, there's three of those that are just Monday through Saturday type things. But there's something that really happens when we show up every day and say, this is what I want. I mean, could you imagine if you committed to exercise for 21 minutes a day, even Monday through Saturday, you would see a difference. Can you imagine what would happen if you started learning about how to eat better and how to eat healthier foods? Like for some people, that that's just something that they haven't been taught. That's something they haven't been raised with. There's actually, there's a wonderful book. It's called Zero Belly. It's by David Zinchenko. Now, I'm not going to recommend his diet program in there, but he does have some really cool thoughts about food. His diet program, I actually used one time and I kind of went to the extreme on it and I actually ended up passing out one time. So like, yeah, sometimes I I take things way too intensely. That's why I'm saying just go at your own pace, guys, but go. Have a direction, have a destination. There is something about saying, oh, cool. There's my little card that says, this is where I want to be. And it's just a reminder. This is where I want to show up. This is where I want to show up. Okay, I'm going to show up. How am I going to show up? Have, there's that joke that 90% of life is showing up. It's so true. If you showed up every day and asked yourself the question, How, What do I need to do to get to my ideal weight? You know, and look at that picture of, you know, the person that has, that inspires you and cut your, and, uh, you know, cut a picture of your head off and you put it on their body. Like this stuff can be a lot of fun, but don't take it so seriously. And especially on those days that you're showing up every day and you're not seeing the results that you're wanting, don't be so hard on yourself. The only thing you can control is the input. You can't control the output. We've always been able to control our actions, but we've never been able to control the consequences. You know, sometimes people, they talk about it as plateauing, um, which means you get to a certain weight and you just can't get beyond that. Don't put so much pressure on yourself. Don't, don't put so much weight on that. I, I really did not use to mean, that, m- mean to use that pun. <laughs> But, but seriously, don't, don't put so much weight on all these ideas and thoughts you have in your mind. Whenever you find yourself getting overwhelmed and frustrated, that's not peace, and that's not coming from the Spirit. The Spirit gives a specific guidance, specific direction, and also just a good feeling. If it's not that, it's not coming from the Spirit. So if you hit a plateau, that's okay. Just continue to maintain what you're doing. I mean, you know, depending on where you're at, you can, well, I mean, there's countless advice online from, you know, eating plans to free, free eating plans, nutrition plans. Um, one of the simple things that I do that might be helpful for you guys when I'm, when I'm on track and I, I say when I'm on track, cause this, this is a really good podcast for me today too. But when I'm on track, a lot of times for breakfast and lunch, I'll just have a shake. And what that shake consists of is some inexpensive protein powder from Costco. And oat oh, and so probably about a third a cup of protein powder, a third a cup of oatmeal, and then ice and water. And I can pretty much I can pretty much live on that. And it actually tastes pretty good, even for the most part. That will help you get to your proper weight. Because a lot of times you're actually not eating because you want to, you're eating because you're bored. And a lot of times we're not drinking enough water either. So if you're, if you're drinking a lot of water and if you're paying attention to what you're eating, but part of this really is, I mean, take five minutes and imagine what your life would be like in ideal shape. You know, Maybe just five minutes today, maybe five minutes every day. And imagine, oh my goodness, like how cool would that be? how awesome would that be? You know, if I was on a vacation on the beach and everybody was looking at me checking me out and like, I got to admit, having been there at one time in my life, it was a lot of fun. (laughs) Like I, I, like I said before, I'm, I'm not really there right now, but but guys, your life can, is up to you. Whatever you decide you want your life to become is up to you. I also want to remind you that no matter whether you're 100 pounds or 500 pounds, it, it doesn't change you know, how much God loves you. It doesn't change any of that. There's, there's nothing you can do to not receive praise and love from God. So if you're ever feeling that this overwhelmed feeling and this feeling of frustration about where you're at physically, it's not coming from God. So just do the best you can and don't be so hard on yourself. If you've struggled with this battle of getting yourself in your ideal shape for a really long time, then like I said, don't be so hard on yourself. Do the best you can. That's all any of us can ever do. And we're all going through you know, all of our own challenges, all of our own battles. Don't be so hard on yourself.
1: And go out and have fun as well. Try to find,
0: you know, if you want to, one of the ways you can do this is find a buddy, find an, a, an accountability buddy that you guys can go to the gym together. You guys can lift, lift weights together, or play tennis together, or badminton together. or I don't know, insert whatever else you want to do with this person. I, I do know as we set a goal and as we really move towards it, we feel really good. And one of my favorite quotes is, is uh, by my religious leader, Russell M. Nelson. It says, the Lord loves effort because effort brings rewards that can't come without it. So yes, guys, it'll, it'll take you some effort and it'll take some sacrifice. I mean, depending on what you look at sacrifice. I mean, when I, when I am eating healthy, I do eat less junk food than when I'm not eating healthy but you don't have to hold yourself to any particular standard. You get to decide where you want to be. You get to decide. So take some, take some time and decide what are, the, what are the impressions that you've received today from the Spirit? And then go act on those. You know, even I, I've talked about how I'm a coach and I've coached now for really 18 years or so. And the truth of it is, All coaching is is helping people to listen to the spirit, act on the impressions they received, and distinguish the difference between the spirit and the adversary messing with them. So just do the best you can, guys, and and go have fun. And also be patient with yourself. Learn to enjoy the journey. Learn to enjoy the journey of learning how to get in the best shape of your life. Now, if you've made it to this point in the podcast, I'd like to invite you to go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. I don't know how you got here, but that way if you ever want to get back here again, it's right there for you in your subscriptions. And if you haven't already joined us, one of the really cool things that I do that's free for anyone that would like to participate is each Monday morning at 10 a.m. Arizona time, I host a group coaching call for Happy and Single. Anyone is welcome to come on. And you can even receive a little bit of one-on-one coaching time with me, depending on how many people are in the call. Now, every now and then that schedule changes. So you can go to the website happynsingle.com to be able to look at the schedule and also to be able to find the link to the Zoom room. Now, at the same time, if you would prefer a more one-on-one type of coaching experience where you can sit down and share your hopes and dreams and and just kind of the stuff going on in your world. Then there's another option available for you as well. Now, the bulk of my business is actually doing one-on-one coaching. If that's something you're interested in exploring, I've got a few spots open in my coaching practice. You can just message me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy, and
1: we can sit down and have a chat. And it doesn't
0: matter where you're at in the world. I've worked with people across the world. I do everything over Zoom, so it actually makes it pretty easy.
1: Thank you guys so much again for listening.
0: And go out and live your adventure. Thank you.